Jim, normally we're talking face-to-face on Tuesdays. Today you, you because this of, week. Yeah, a little bit different because of all the basketball travel. Uh, we moved to Thursday afternoon a little bit later, but good to yeah, talk to I, you. I, I'm getting hungry. It's getting near dinner time, Al. Not, or, uh, uh, Jack, <laughs> I'm not used to waiting this long to eat. Hey, well, um, what about you know, you uh, the Detroit it, Tigers? They've been waiting a long time to eat. Are they going to start eating? Well, well before, before I mention my, what happened today, big news uh, was uh, you saw a great game in Indianapolis, Jack. The, the, yes. the Spartans. That was one of the best games, Jack, I've seen. I can't remember how long. Yeah, it was a classic, Jim, no doubt about it, instant classic. And it isn't often that any team scores 13 of the last 14 points in a game with Kentucky. Well, you know, it's interesting because you know I had a meeting with Coach Izzo before the season, and he mentioned yeah. Maddie Sissoko as being one of the real keys to this team and yeah. success, and, boy, it sure proved out to be uh, the case with Kentucky. I thought you were going to say, he said, I don't know what I can get out of Sissoko, and and you told him, Tom, just stick with them. Look, here's what you need to do. And then you kind of gave him some tips. That wasn't it. No, I, I did. Listen, I have nothing to tell Tom. He doesn't know. Trust me. Well, I have a Maddie Sissoko story. I shared it earlier in the week, but I didn't share it with you. And it's worth talking about again. Maddie Sissoko is one of the great success stories in NCAA history. I say NCAA history, that covers an awful lot of ground. He was born in a small rural community in Mali, which is in the running for the poorest country in the world. Grew up, no electricity, no running water, never been in a car, no radio, worked by hand on the family farm with no modern farming equipment. So you were talking about a hoe and a spade. And at age 15, he was discovered over there not as a basketball player, but a guy named Michael Clayton, no relation to the NFL receiver, was an administrator of the Utah Valley Eye Center. And he was on a humanitarian mission to Africa. He took every year to perform free cataract surgery. And while he was there, uh, he had been asked by uh, Sissoko's brother, about Monty coming to the United States to get out of this environment. They knew he was big. They knew he was athletic. But no idea he would get a Division One basketball scholarship at a school that had won a national championship and been in eight Final Fours in the last 24 years. But, but, this guy that Michael Clayton said, yeah, yeah, uh, we will basically adopt Monty. Uh, didn't speak a ton of English at that point. But came to the United States in Utah and then developed and developed and developed. And finally, Michigan State said, you know, there's something here with this kid. We don't know what, but we're going to take a chance. And what they got was a player who's gone toe-to-toe with Drew Timmy and Oscar Shibway, the top two players in the country, and held his own. Well, I, I think playing the Shibway, to have him foul out but not uh... – Sissoko, yeah. I thought, was a great yeah. testament to his development. Uh, but, Jack, if he ends up playing in the NBA someday, if he keeps improving the way he is, won't yeah. that be a story for the ages? Oh, absolutely. And I saw this baby on board the ship. I said, man, this kid, you know, just kind of attached to the, the mother and uh, kind of a uh, hammock set up. Uh, and I said, how old is, is your baby? And uh, the woman said, um, um, six weeks old. I said, got to be the youngest fan on the ship. And, of course, 
all dressed up in green and white. I said, can I ask you why you're here? And the woman says, we're Madi Sissoko's adopted family from Utah. They had made the trip to the aircraft carrier, and six-week-old Oliver Clayton got to see Big Brother Madi play in uh, you know, one of the classic environments you will ever see for a sporting event. I tell you right now, Jack, you you got a, a movie of the week already written. It, it, it's writing itself. <laughs> well, well he keeps playing. Um, He's going to write a lot of scripts. So, well, g- great trip. Congratulations to the Spartans. Yeah. But uh, yeah, big news. Uh, well, not not surprising news, but big news. Justin Verlander uh, was named the Cy Young Award winner uh, last great. night, but he was unanimous winner, wow. which is the first time he's done that. Um, ironically, in the National League, Sandy Alcantara, he was na- uh, unanimous as well. It's only the second time the Cy Youngs were unanimous uh, when uh, uh, Denny McClain and Bob Gibson won in 68. Second time in all of baseball history, there were two unanimous Cy Young Award winners. So another interesting mark uh, for this year for uh, Verlander. Yeah. Uh, but he, Jim, uh, how many he- baseball fans, other than the diehards, do you think could even identify Sandy Alcantara? And he's 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 one of the new breed, that's for sure. And and he's playing down in Miami, and they haven't won much yet, Jack. And until you start winning, you know you don't get much press. Right, right. But well, but, Justin uh, is he, used to winning games. Do you think he's going to stick around long enough to get to three hundred? And if he does, will he be the last pitcher ever to win three hundred? Just as Danny McLean is likely to be the last pitcher to win thirty games in a season. I think if Verlander could possibly stay healthy. Absolutely. His desire to play is as strong as it ever was. He said publicly he wants to be the Tom Brady of the of uh, Major League Baseball and play at least 45. Yeah. But his desire uh, to get better um, this year, to come back from Tommy John, has been so amazing that I, I would put nothing past him, Jack. Put it that way. Short of a, 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 another big injury, I think he's as good a bet as anything. But I tell you, he's joined some rarefied company with his third uh, Cy Young. He's only the 11th pitcher to have at least three Cy Youngs. Um, they're all in the Hall of Fame, with the exception of three, um, Max Scherzer uh, and, and Clay Kershaw, who will be in the Hall of Fame, and, of right. course, uh, Roger Clemens. But it puts them in really, really high-falutin category. Well, when you mentioned that, the fact that the Tigers had Verlander and Scherzer on the same staff and Miguel Cabrera and David Price won uh, – Cy Young Award and, and some other players, and they did not get uh, the world championship they wanted so desperately. But uh, I'm wondering if uh, Justin Verlander, in his in the release here, mentioned he wants to thank the Houston organization, but he's headed back to Detroit. Well, I, I, you know, Jack, I can't imagine he wants to come to Detroit to lose. I he he did turn down. Yeah. He, had, he had a player yeah. option for twenty five million dollars. Um, for this year, he's turned it down already. He's a free agent. Um, I think I mentioned last week that I think I see him going three years somewhere for $140, $150 million. Uh, mm-hmm. But I just can't imagine coming to Detroit. If Detroit would have done what we thought they were going to do and they were on the yeah. verge of winning this year, I think it would have been a great bet. But I just can't see him coming and struggling for two years. Uh, I, I just can't see it. Where do you think I'd Justin Verlander will just, pitch next summer? Well, the, the word I have is New York or, or, or L.A., but those are the easy, easy guesses, yeah. right? I, yeah. I, I, the main reason why you guess those two is because of his wife. You know, she's yeah. a big-time uh, movie or actress yeah. and a model, model, so New York yeah. or L.A. Is, is their hub. 
But I, I didn't see Justin Verlander as being in LA. Maybe Atlanta? Uh, mm-hmm. He's just a baseball guy. Maybe he one of the baseball in Atlanta. hotbeds, St. Louis? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But I, I don't see him in LA or, 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 or New York. What percent chance do you think he'll ever be a Tiger again? Well, if, if he if he signs a three year deal, I think that yeah probably That's very it. very low. If he signs another one year deal and the Tigers can start to really put it together, I, I think he'd love to finish his career in Detroit, frankly, because he left on a sour note. But I think things have to conspire to work it out. And unless this team makes a rapid comeback under Scott Harris, I think the odds are pretty low. All right. Uh, we should also talk a little bit about the Detroit Pistons. Do, do, and do we have what to? What they're Jack? up to now? Do, do we have to? <laughs> I, I was I was enjoying talking about the uh, about the, the just Verlander winning something because uh, this Pistons team, if this things can get worse, uh, they lost uh, a Cade Cunningham and Isaiah Stewart for a, a yeah. number of games. They're heading on a, on a mind numbing six game road trip. Uh, yeah. Right now, things do not look positive at all for the Pistons. And do we know how long Cunningham and uh, Stewart are going to be out? Cunningham is day-to-day. Stewart's probably two to three weeks. Uh, but I, I did some research for you, though, Jack. They played 15 okay. games, so I thought that might be a pretty good benchmark to at least take a look. But you can yeah. see why they're struggling so much, Jack, in, in some of the stats. Um, I don't know if you remember this, but I, I said earlier in the year, they were going to win or lose or a win or lose, um, live or die by the three point shooting. Yes, it's been it's been very poor. They're shooting three three point uh, point three two seven uh, so far. Their opponents are three point almost three point five. So right away you're at disadvantage. But you've got to shoot as a team up around three uh, three point six thirty six to thirty seven percent to have a chance. And they're they're you know they're well low of that. But more dis- more discouraging, Jack, and more surprising is their field goal percentage. Overall field goal percentage is four twenty nine. Wow. Opponents are four seventy nine, a whole half point higher. And Jack, the only two guys shooting fifty percent on the entire team in field goal right now are are Jalen Duran, which you could expect, and and, and um, uh, let's see, uh, I want to say it's. Um, uh, the uh, Bogdan, Bogdan Bogdanovich. Those are the only two shooting fifty percent or better. Nobody else is even fifty percent in the you know from the field. That's that's discouraging. And here's another one that I, that I want to worry about: free throw percentage under eighty percent for the team, seven point point seven seven nine. Jack. Um, so any way you look, the scoring and the shooting has been very very poor. Three and twelve. Jim, and uh, they are tied for the worst record in pro basketball with the Houston Rockets. Didn't we just play this season? I see these same teams uh, it, it, at the it, bottom. It's, it's repeat. It's, it's press repeat. Again, you know, the team has not gotten off the start they hoped. Certainly Alex yeah. Burks and, and Marvin Bagley being hurt until this week did not help. Uh, but right. when, you, when you talk about Kate Cunningham and Sadiq Bay, uh, Bay not hitting shots, not scoring points um, off the bench. Killian Hayes, Isaiah Livers, not scoring points. Uh, yeah. Those are the guys that have to help you. And Jaden Ivey has done well as, as, a, as a rookie, but he was never going to be the, the high percentage shooter. Well, I look at a couple of other teams here. I mentioned uh, 3 and 12 for Detroit and Houston. Uh, guess which other team has three wins? The only other team 
that doesn't have more than three. You know who that is? It might be the Lakers, I think. It is. Yeah. Three and ten. And, and, the Lakers are three and ten. And they play two more games. They'll have two more losses. They'll well, be three and twelve. And, and think about and Golden LA. State. How about Golden State? They were everyone's pick to win it and repeat, and they're six and nine. Well, as far as as far as you know, we're disappointed in the Pistons because even though we yeah. knew it was a rebuilding, we thought they'd better miss. But they must be apoplectic in the, in in, in uh, L.A. with the Lakers. Oh, yeah. They thought they put together a contending team. They have two of the highest priced and biggest talents in the league in Anthony Davis and LeBron James. And for them to struggle, it's got I, I got to think the, the hot the Darvin hands uh, seat out there has got to be really really hot. Jim, what kind of odds could we have gotten? I asked uh, Chase Michelson this next week. But the only team from the state of California, and they have a bunch of them in the league, uh, above 500 is the Sacramento Kings. Well, you know, you know, Jack, I think, I think you're seeing much more of a trend. For a while there, you've got to have three superstars to win. I think you're seeing a trend back to having a good team with a good bench and everyone contributing. That's who can win. Boston has yeah. is, is proven that. Sure, they have some superstars, but they have a lot of guys contributing. I think it's more now a contributing team and a, and a deep bench than just having those three guys up front. Wow. So do you think that Dwayne Casey – Makes it through this season. They like Dwayne Casey. He's done everything they've asked him to do. I don't. Everyone think likes start... Dwayne Casey. He every. I don't know a person who doesn't like right. Dwayne Casey. Yeah, that's not the point. I, I, no, no, no. But 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 he's he's done the job they've asked him to do. I don't think this is his fault as much as it's the fault of the players. I don't. What think are they, they asking wanna... him to do? They're asking him to do the wrong job if he's three and twelve. I don't necessarily agree with that, Jack. I can't shoot for a guy. I can't rebound for a guy. He's only he, he's only got so many guys he can move around on the chessboard. Here's the thing. Here's the thing. I think they'll let, they'll give him this because a new coach is not going to make that much difference to this team. Okay, right. and they don't want and the, the coach they want to win the team is not available right now. They're going to get him in the off season, not in the middle of the season. Now you could have an interim maybe, but to me that that sends the wrong tone to this team. Dwayne Casey knows basketball. He's still teaching these guys. It's not about unfortunately it's not about winning yet. It's still about learning to play basketball at the NBA level. Who is the coach they want? Who is the guy? If they had their wish list granted, would well, come in it, it, and it, it, make a significant difference? It's a good question. I will have an answer for you for next week, Jack. I will get three or four names that they're going to want. Right off the top of my head, there's a lot of guys that you think they want, uh, but I don't know if it's a good fit for this team. And it also, a lot of it depends on what they do in free agency next year and how much they spend. So I'll have some answers for you for next week, some suggestions. Jim, in the offseason, when we looked at the Pistons roster, we said, okay, yeah, you know, they'll be better. They should win 30 games. Jaden Ivey will give them something. Cade will be better. You assume he'll be healthy. He wasn't last year and not off to a great start in that department this year. But we saw that there would be some improvement. But everyone could see, just like the Lakers, they have a fundamental weakness. They cannot shoot the ball reliably, uh, repeatably, from the outside. Now, they got Bogdan Bogdanovich. That helps a little bit. But you can't just have one three-point shooter. And they don't have a dominant inside player. Maybe Jalen Duran will become that. But if you don't have that and you don't have some marksman outside, you know, maybe Alec Burks will come in and light it up. He well, needs he did, to. He did, he did in his first game. He should score 15 points in 15 minutes in his first game. But, but there's no question. And Marvin Bagley's a force, too. 
no question. He's a, he's a pretty good shooter for a big man. Missing those two guys for the first uh, three weeks. And another thing we didn't talk about, this Kevin Knox they brought in to be some kind. He has been a total flop. Yeah. Two years, $8 million a year. He has done nothing to help this team. I think, I think it's, again, you go back to, go back to, um, to the coach, uh, Jack Casey. How is it his fault that proven NBA players can't shoot? What can he do about that? Well, first thing I would hope that any NBA coach would be in on personnel decisions. Not that he's making them, not that he's working the waiver wire, negotiating contracts and talking trades, but I would think that the general manager or president is going to say to the coach, what do you think about this guy? Does he fit what you're doing? Do you want him? And if Dwayne Casey's saying, yeah, yeah, we really want that guy, we really want that guy, then his judgment of personnel is lacking. Well, I, I, no, I think you're putting that. I, I think he might have consulted him. But who, who would have thought that Sadiq Bey would be shooting the way he is after his first two years in the league? Hamadou Diallo has been a horrible shooter this year. Killian Hayes, no improvement. Now, you, you might argue that the coach should have worked more with these guys in the offseason, but guys like, like, like um, Bay um, and, and Cunningham, we expected more out of them. They're the ones who are underperforming. Uh, I think at Jay Nivey, you expected him to struggle his first year, but Diallo is, is underperforming. Um, so, and having Burks and Bagley being hurt, we haven't seen this team the way it was laid out to, to be uh, – uh, they struggled too much in the early going. Well, uh, one of the problems with the Pistons, Jim, was it had too many guys who were alike – and didn't have too many guys uh, who could really stress a defense. Had one, shipped him out to Portland, which right now is the third best record in basketball. One of the great surprises. How's Jeremy, Jeremy Grant, Grant playing? Grant has been a big part of that. Try twenty-one point three points a game, Jim. Yep. Well, they gambled. They gambled that that that, that Kate Cunningham was going to step up and fill some of the gap that Jeremy Grant left. They thought they thought Sadiq Bay would, but you're right. They are missing Jeremy Grant. I think far more than they ever thought yeah. they would. Well, it's not going to be Kate Cunningham because he and Jeremy Grant are total, totally different kinds of players. Now, maybe Sadiq Bay. That's the mistake. No, but from a point scoring standpoint, filling those yeah. 21 points a game. Okay. Okay. I'm talking but about in terms Stewart, of what you can Isaiah give Isaiah Stewart offense. is the only player, to me, that has shown significant improvement this year over last year. Um, and then you've got a bunch of guys like Isaiah Livers and, and, yeah. and um, Jaden Ivey, uh, and, and uh, they, they've got to get prove themselves how good they could be. Jalen Duran, you're right, Duran could be that force inside. But I'll tell you right now, losing uh, Isaiah Stewart makes a big hole in their defense, too. He's been their best defensive player. Uh, and they yeah. have no one to cover a, a, a good big on the other team. Yeah, and people can be fooled. I mean, uh, intelligent basketball people can guess wrong on this stuff. Uh, I remember a conversation just before the season started, Jim, and we had George Blaha on, and there's nobody whose basketball knowledge I respect more than George Blaha's in the media. And we were talking about the Pistons, and he said, watch Kevin Knox. Oh. I've been watching him. I've been watching guys drive by him. He, he, he's shooting, Jack, 25%. In 15 games, I could shoot that, but uh, I'm not sure. I'm not, that, sure but... I'm not sure. I'm not sure he was designed to be uh, a top eight player, but certainly in the mix. And, and, and Dow was the same way, though. They expected how many Dow to be one of those top eight players, and he's conversely so nothing. Guy who so, can't shoot. Yeah, Diallo so... is one of the. He's in the top 10 percent in the league. 
That's saying a lot in a very athletic league in terms of ability to get up, to play above the basket. You won't find a better athlete in Detroit than Amadou Diallo going back. you got to go back a decade. But he can't shoot either. Yeah. And, and then, and I, I would have, I was hoping Livers might. And he, well, of course, he was hurt to start yes. the season too. But again. I was right. hoping he might give him a boost. Problem is, nobody stepped up. Not one guy has stepped up and been an yeah. improved shooter this year. Yeah, yeah. That, and, and, I, and again, Jack, I have a hard time blaming Dwayne Casey for all of that. Right? I, I, I could. Right. But I, I think there's only so much a coach can do. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW group. Void prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.